What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome aboard a very interesting Football Monday and a very interesting NFL week. Happy holidays to everyone, too, by the way. Short work week, so guys, Thursdays and Fridays, we will not be in the house. However, these next three days, and it's Eagles and Skins on Tuesday. How you doing? We are going to just knock the cover off this thing here, so we really appreciate everybody coming aboard, and thank you again on this Football Monday. By the way, we always start out by saying, Thank you to guys who have hit the like button. You guys have made the show grow at an incredible rate right now. We thank you, man. God, it was an interesting weekend, too. You know how this thing sets up here. And if you don't, please just sit back and listen. There was a lot of topics coming out of this weekend. Do you know the one thing that I've learned? Can I tell you the one? What was the one thing that you learned coming out of this weekend besides the NFL hosing the Eagles? With this whole moving of the games. The Eagles got jobbed. Okay? The Eagles got jobbed in this whole thing. Okay? I agree. And you got to play another divisional game on Sunday. Okay? Not cool. But you know what thing that I learned? After watching the Buccaneers and Saints last night, I just realized that Tom Brady's been beaten by Tyler Heineke and Tyson Hill this year. And the Saints shut out the Buccaneers at home. Don't tell me if the Eagles don't get into the playoffs that that's not going to be a major disappointment. Because I'll tell you what, guys, I'm not sure there's really a great team out there. Maybe Green Bay. But Green Bay had to win a football game against a team that was depleted. They had a backup quarterback. I'll tell you this, man. Holy cow. That kid, Hunley, who plays for Baltimore, is going to get a job somewhere. That kid is great. I never heard of him. What, what, what is it? Tyler uh, Hunley or something like that? What an absolutely incredible performance he put on against the Packers. Incredible. I thought he was going to pull that bitch out, man. Instead, they go for two. I don't have a problem with it. We're going to talk all about that. But I've learned one thing, guys. Eagles get into the postseason. You just never know. And a team like the 49ers and the Eagles, what's the one component that they have that they can win a ball game with? They can run you off the field because they have the number one running game. They have the number one running game. Number one running game. All right, I got a couple topics here. By the way, I see people lining up already. I was saying that Carson Wentz is worth everything that Indianapolis went after him for. And I'm going to explain to you in a second here why it was important. 
some of you would go, Seals, he didn't play very well against the Patriots. I think you guys are under some sort of notion that when you go into an NFL game, it's a beauty pageant. You need to get your Howie Roseman binoculars off games and how you look at them sometimes. Honest to God, the Colts have the number one component to win a game. They play Patriot football against that football team. The Colts play Patriot football. Now, here's a couple topics as we're going to start the show. Will the delay help or hurt the Eagles versus the Skins on Tuesday? My take is I think it helps. Here's why. Man, the more rest you can get, the healthier you're going to be on the front side of this. How you manage coming out of this game and getting ready for the Giants on Sunday, that's going to be, again, a coaching issue. I'm not having my guys at all in full gear at all this week. Absolutely not. You're going to play on Tuesday, and we're going to be helmets and shells the rest of the week. We're going to go through schemes. We're going to prepare. But at the end of the day here, guys, 60 minutes of football tomorrow can determine the play. This is a playoff run now. The Eagles are in the playoffs. You lose, you go home, and you start worrying about the April draft. I think this helps, and I know. Hey, by the way, you got to look at it that way. You can't be crying and moaning and bitching. No, we got to move game. You sound like the Browns. I'm also going to say this. Congratulations, Eagle fans. You now have three number ones. And how about that Carson Wentz? Woo, baby, eight and six. Played all 14 games. All 14 games. Can I revisit a topic with you? You think it was in the right of that organization in Philadelphia to move off of Carson Wentz? Can I read you some numbers? Before I get to all of you guys, you guys know how it works, okay? I add you to the content of the show. Can I read you some numbers here? Do you think, once again, here's the topic. Do you think it was in the best interest for the Eagles to move off of Carson Wentz? Yes or no? Okay? Can I read you some numbers here? Let me show you this. This is a $42 million a year. Dak Prescott's numbers versus Carson Wentz's numbers this year, currently where they are. Can I give them to you? Dak Prescott, 3,598 passing yards. Carson Wentz, 3,005. Dak Prescott, 25 touchdowns to 10 picks. Carson Wentz, 23 touchdowns to 6 picks. Dak Prescott, 98-1 in quarterback rating. By the way, let's not forget something. He also makes $42 million a year. Carson Wentz, 95-3. So wait a minute here. Carson Wentz in many aspects has better numbers than the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Oh, and by the way, Wentz has 10 turnovers. Dak has 15. 
One of the things that hampered Carson Wentz was turnovers. Played all 14 games. Some of you go, he didn't do anything in that game. On Saturday, how many quarterbacks play well against Bill Belichick? Not even Tom Brady early in the year played well against him. It was one of his worst statistically played games of the year. Look at Justin Herbert. Look at anybody that's gone against Belichick this year as a starting quarterback. You make it sound like, well, you know, Wentz sucked on Saturday. So did every other quarterback that goes against that defense. But you know what Frank Reich did? Not going to put it in the hands of the quarterback. We're going to put it in the hands of Jonathan Taylor. And Jonathan Taylor, which is a right coaching attitude and game plan, they ran the ball against the number one defense in the NFL. They ran that Patriots team off the field. Okay? By the way, Wentz is 8-6. and six. Just saying here. And by the way, this is what he's trending to. 494 attempts, 310 completions, 63 completion percentage, 3,500 passing yards, 27 touchdowns, and seven picks, and a 95-3 quarterback rating. I don't know what the hell you're looking for. That's pretty good football to me. Would you want those numbers and the passing numbers to be bigger? No, not when I have Jonathan Taylor. It's not important for Carson Wentz to put big numbers up. It's important for him not to turn the ball over. Did he have some bad plays on Saturday? Hello, it's Belichick. Belichick almost beat the Buccaneers and Brady if it wasn't for a doink off the upright. He had his ass too. Oh, okay. I see. So, every, yeah, all right. Keep putting your head in the sand here, man. The one thing that they said Carson Wentz couldn't do was go to Indianapolis and win. Well, he's winning. He's winning. He's winning. By the way, he's got the same numbers as Dak Prescott. You make it sound like Wentz is not in Dak's conversation. Well, they are. They're, they are right here. Numbers don't lie like this, man, because they create trends in the NFL. So this is what we do. We take your thoughts. I read them all, guys, okay? And we add you to the show here. Rashad says, looking for consistency. Absolutely. They are consistent. They're winning a lot of football games over the last month, the Colts. Philliapolis says, they are winning in spite of him. Okay, I've heard that before. Sure. Okay. Well, get this. Tom Brady's lost to Tyson Hill and Tyler Heineke. Okay. I mean, really, I would take Nick Foles over any one of those guys. Dion says Philly fans are too prideful to admit Wentz is good. Dion, I think it's more this. Wentz is good enough. If Dak's good, and here's my point. If Dak's good enough in Dallas, Wentz is good enough in Indy and would have been good enough in Philly. But they kicked the trap door in too quick. Philly Apple says, walk it to him and hand it off Wentz. 
great. Okay, well, what do you think they're doing in Tennessee? Isn't it funny? All the teams that run the ball are all playoff contenders right now. I think you're under some notion you have to throw the ball to win ball games. Now, I will admit, you have to throw the ball into playoffs and you have to make a play. Wentz eventually is going to have to make a play in the postseason to win a game. Because when they can shut you down offensively and running the ball, quarterbacks got to make a play. Philliapolis, you don't have to like Carson Wentz. He's going to the postseason, and if Philly loses tomorrow, they're going home. And then we'll still be debating whether or not Jalen Hurts is the guy. Lamar says, so it's X's and O's, not the Jimmys and the Joes. Is that what you're saying? So do you think it's the Jimmys and the Joes in New England, or do you think it's the coaching scheme in New England? I think it's a combination of both. I don't think it's one or the other. I think you have to have the right personnel to fit the right game plan to fill the right culture. That's why in places like New York, they draft people that don't fit a culture that they don't know who their identity is. Jeff says, Hurts ain't the guy. Hey, you know what, Jeff? Here's what the guy is. You know what the guy is? Winning games. You know, my wife said something. We were watching that game, and I was saying this. And I said the same thing some of you said. I went like this. Man, Carson, you know, we were all going, don't blow the game. And, and Kim goes, who cares what the game looks like? If you win this bad puppy three to two, who cares? Is it really this, guys? You can't admit it, that it was a mistake to fire Carson Wentz? David, that, those were key plays, man. Those fourth down plays. You wanted the Carson, okay? Couldn't beat the Giants. Had, that game's going to come back, in my opinion. But, guys, the numbers are Dak Prescott numbers. Now, here's the question. Do you think Dak's elite? Is Dak Prescott elite? Eagle Nation says classic overreaction Monday. We have to give it a couple. Dude, you don't have a couple more years. You don't have a couple more years. You got three number ones and 11 draft choices in April and $50 million in salary cap space. You don't have years. Come on, man. And by the way, it's not overreaction when I have the numbers and the trends to dictate it. He's played all 14 games. His interception to touchdown ratio is sensational. He's got less turnovers than Dak Prescott. I don't know. Same, same quarterback rating. And he's in a position right now where his football team is in the five hole, I think, in the AFC playoff race. Philliapolis says this, watch the games, fuck the numbers. Oh, I see. How do you think NFL teams get trends off of watching the tube? If you're successful on third and, third and three with this particular play, 
and the numbers dictate it, they're going to go by that. That's what the NFL is today. Way off the charts, bro. Say it about numbers. This is, this, is, this is all about putting the numbers and the players in the right position. Look at what John Harbaugh did, man. John Harbaugh is such a great football coach. That team should have been nowhere near the Green Bay Packers. Tyler Huntley, is that his name? I had to look it up. He played at Utah for Kyle Winningham, who's been on the show. Unbelievable. What a performance. I'll tell you this. That guy showed me more skill than anything Jalen Hurts has showed me so far. That guy's accurate, can run. He's got a great touch. He's tough. He's a competitor. He's a gamer. I don't know. I'd love to have that guy on my roster. I'd love to have that. And and that was a hell of a performance. Now, we'd have to see him in games, and then when you start getting a book on him, do they catch up to him like the league's caught up to Dak a little bit? Eagle says, let's see here. Kevin, no, Dak is not elite. He plays for Dallas. Sportscasters always want to award them the Lombardi Trophy. They sure do, man. Andrew says, God bless Carson Wentz. Much success to him. Eagles and their fans need to move on and concentrate, okay, on what's better for the football team. Let me say this one more time to you. Guy has a bad season. You didn't like his mannerisms on the sideline. Thank God they didn't act that way in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. You've got to have patience in the organization. Can't be about you. It's got to be about the guys on the sidelines. Somehow the front office is still thinking that it's 2017. Okay? It's 2017. DeBoot says, I didn't think anyone would be talking about Wentz today. Why? He won. He's 8-6, and and you got a first-round draft choice out of it. Are you crazy? Should be bending over saying thank you. By the way, he came through on every single thing that the Eagles were hoping that he would. And by the way, when the Colts put that out there, think about what the Colts had to do. When they were constructing this trade, the Colts put it out there. Well, if Carson plays 75% of the plays this year, if they have a winning season, That gets us to the playoffs. All those things have come true, just about. Still have to run through the tape here. Some of you are going like this. He had a 49 quarterback rating on Saturday. I don't give a shit what it said. You're not going to play well against Bill Belichick. Hey, and for the record, his numbers are right there with Dak Prescott. What are you talking? Oh, I see. So you take one microcosm game. And you slice it up, and it's against Belichick, the greatest defensive coordinator in the history of the league, and you go, that guy sucks, even though he won. Typical Philly. This sounds like something, um, who said it? Was it Gary Cobb? By the way, Gary Cobb, Fox 29, bottom of the hour. It, it, It was like, I guess you guys beat Atlanta or Washington. What was it, last year or the year before? And everybody was bitching about the way you won instead of just winning the ball game. Birdman says, yawn, big sales. Hey, man. Okay, I'm not living in the past. It's a question. 
Okay? That's true, Lamar. Philly fans are crazy. Okay? Phillyapolis says that Carson's been inconsistent. Well, let me see about that. He's been inconsistent this year, really? Well, they're eight and six. 23 touchdowns and six picks, pretty consistent to me. 96 quarterback rating. Less turnovers than Dak Prescott. Dak's team's won 10 ball games. He's having just as good a year as Dak. And Dak makes $42 million. <laughs> I don't know. What, 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 what are you talking about? What, where, where, what are your numbers? Carl's season's not over. Correct. They may actually win that division still. I think Pittsburgh and Tennessee play this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. I'll tell you what, though, man. Hey, you want to hear a crazy stat, guys? Okay. What 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 are we in? Week 14, week 15? You want to hear something nuts? Derrick Henry is still in the top five in rushing. How many weeks has he missed? How many weeks has Derrick Henry missed? He's still in the top five in rushing in the league in touchdowns. How insane is that, man? Rashad says, Dan, you're talking one season, man. That's right, one season. And he kicked his ass out of Philly. Why? It happened in Philadelphia last year that way. Had one bad year. He booted his ass out. Wow, David just says that Dillard hit the COVID-19 list. Don't count your chickens too early. Hey, man, I will say this. Hey, Birdman. Um, hey, Carl, you're right. And, and, and Birdman, get this. I saw the worst eight minutes of football in my entire life played by Carson Wentz this year. Okay? Hey, hey man, I'll tell you. That was the, those two interceptions, man, were the worst. Okay? Philly says, guy quits and acts like a bitch, and it's the fan base's fault. I'm not blaming you guys, man. F fans don't make the call here, man. Howie did. Guys didn't make the call. Got to toughen up, man. Even when the fans are on your ass, I'm not blaming the fan base. Are you kidding me? That's not where this is. But you guys were awful down on him, and he was throwing the trash cans last year. I'm going to talk to Gary Cobb about this. Okay? V. Costello, appreciate you coming aboard. Wentz made the call. Alexander, how could that be? He had no autonomy to make a call where he wanted to be traded. I, Aaron Rodgers said he wanted to be traded. You don't have to abide by these guys' wishes. <laughs> I mean. All right, dude. Hey, you think you upgraded with Jalen Hurts. Is that right? I guess the point of everything here is you believe you upgraded. Let me ask you something, Philliapolis. You believe that you upgraded from last year. Do you believe you upgraded at quarterback? Hell, you could even make the conversation. You, have, you could even make the conversation. You never upgraded a coach either. 
Gabriel says you don't have to, but you can. When he cried about Hurts getting drafted, oh, my God. Hey, guess who else cried about a quarterback getting drafted? Aaron Rodgers. Oh, and by the way, Aaron Rodgers right now, guys. Aaron Rodgers, man, is going to win the MVP award. Mr. Unvax. Hey, Deed goes, hey, Gardner Minshew's our guy. They just don't know it. I like that guy, Gardner Minshew, man. Chalk it up, Sports Philly says, Dan, he was getting big money. He had an obligation to elevate some of the guys. He checked out and was making terrible decisions. Agreed. He needed to grow up last year, too. Okay? He did. I'm not saying it. Dog. Sports Philly, if you think that I'm saying that he didn't have any play in that whole thing where he was part of the process, too, if I came off like that, my mistake, because he did. He played into it, too. But to me, it sure looks like a lack of patience with the head coach. And now Doug Peterson is one of the hottest names out there for a potential coach. Raiders, Jags, maybe New York, Denver, whatever Pete Carroll does in Seattle. Carl, I did see him play last year. The whole team was a train wreck. Hey, Carl, let me ask you something here. Was that Carson Wentz's fault when the Eagle organization quit in the final game against Washington? That should tell you all you needed to know about how the front office was operating last year. They basically quit. Players on the Eagle sidelines were going, what the fuck is going on? You were pulling starters, sitting healthy guys. They waved a white flag. Hey, 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 Philiopolis, do me a favor. Know this, man. We're talking sports here. It's all good. Okay? Hey, okay? It's all good, man. It's all good. By the way, this is such a huge game. It's such a huge game tomorrow. It's a playoff game. We got to start acting like it. Hey, Philiopolis, man, I swear to God, dog. If I came off angry at you, please, man, know this. That ain't what that is. That ain't what it is. But I'm here, here, notice before before we go to timeout, I want you guys to know this. I root for people to win. Sounds a little bit like a snowflake. Okay, maybe it is. But I, I'm not really a hater on folks, man. I want people to win. I want Jalen to win. Okay? I do, man. Hey, Philiapolis. That's right, brother. Beers on deck. You got it, brother. Okay? You're you're dead right. You know what we ought to do one night? I don't know if Big Joe and uh, Xander will let this band, but we need to watch a game one night where we're just sitting back banging beers, man, right? Right? Is it snowing in here? Oh, man, Alexander's giving Big Sill some shit. Dan, do you think Wentz is a great quarterback? Booza, no. But then again, I don't think Dak Prescott's an elite guy, but they're going to win with him. Love you too, brother. Hey, man, this is what makes the Philadelphia and our listeners and viewers the best on the planet. You know why? People in California and shit, 
would be all personal. I, mean, I hate this guy. He's such a, oh my God, he hurt my family. Man. Ah! Philly guys like Sills. Come on, man. You don't really think this guy's Patrick Mahomes. No, I don't. Okay. Hey, hey, Booza, man. Hey, man. Hey, Booza. No, I don't, man. But get this. I guess more than this, I'm trying to go. Because I learned a couple things. Brady got beat by Tyler Heineke. And he got beat by Tyson Hill. Tyson Hill. Tom Brady was shut out at home. Dak Prescott's not elite. Guys, Wentz is all in that room. There's so few Mahomes. Your viewers would be would be men dressed like women. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't even want to examine that. <laughs> Let's take a brief time out here. Guys, please do me a favor. Bang on that like button. Gary Cobb from Fox 29 in Philadelphia. I'm going to ask him all these questions here, and I'm going to throw those numbers out at him. We'll get his spin. You hang tight with us. You keep it here on this Football Monday, right here on the National Football Show. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Bianculli Law Firm. 
Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back, National Football Show, Dan Cilio. I wanted to know who the mayor of Philadelphia was, and I think I have a good understanding now who the mayor of Philadelphia is. And he's this guy here. He's G. <laughs> let me let me let me tell you who the mayor is here, okay? So I had Seth Joyner on last week, and I'm talking about some of these other guys. He goes, wait a minute, man. You know G. Cobb? That was my mentor. He took me under his wing, and when no one else wanted to, he took me under his wing and showed me what it was about to be a pro. I said, you know what, too, man? Mike Quick is coming on Wednesday this week, too. And Quick goes like this. Well, I wouldn't come on your show, Celio, unless G. Cobb gave you the wave. I said, this guy's like the Pope. Not the Pope <laughs> of Greenwich Village, man. This guy's the Pope of Philly, man. You, hey, they love you in that town, man. Way to go, Gary. Well, well, those those are a couple of my good teammates, you know. Um, while I was up here, and of course, you know Jerome and and the way Jerome, his personality and everything. Um, we had a really close team, and a lot of those guys, you know, uh, uh, when I came back here um, and I was working in the media, you know, I'm rooting for these guys, man. I'm, you know, it hurt me when they lost. Oh man, I'm going like I got to do this show now. And I'm hurting, you know, because I feel like I was playing in the game because, you know, yeah, you know, I remember Seth when he was, he was, he, he was really played defensive line in college. He was learning the linebacker position and everything. And uh, with, with all of the young guys, you know, I always liked working with guys, especially guys who were committed. And Seth took his game up to a level. I, I mean, really, Seth has had a Hall of Fame level career, man. Uh, you see what Michael Parsons is doing? Seth was an all-round linebacker. I mean, he was a great cover guy, studied the game. Uh, and I, I just – I listen to him now. I'm going like, man, <laughs> you know, because he really put the time in. And, uh, you know, I, I just take my hat off to, to the kind of player he became uh, was really I, – I really felt good every time I see him play, man. I, I, I'm enjoying it because, you know, he's like a, a brother of mine, you know. And you really root for guys, you know. and and uh, like I said, I'm in the media, and I can't say everything I want to say <laughs> because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I got to talk about their game. But, man, I'm going like I come after some of the games, and I felt like I'm in the locker room, and we just lost. And now I got to talk to these people about it and uh, be entertaining when I was hurting. But uh, Seth, great guy. I mean, great player. And uh, just uh, can't say enough about him and, 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 and quick. Well, you know what happened with quick? Doggone it, I'm ashamed to say it, but I had a I had to run into this out coverage where I where I, I had to pick up quick on the out route. And inside I'm going, they're throwing this out, they're throwing this out. And I didn't turn around, sucker caught a touchdown on that play, man. <laughs> and I'm still going, why didn't I turn around? The ball was right there, you know. But uh, so quick, you know he jabs me about it. Uh 
at times, but you know, but uh, great guys. I mean, uh, just good people. And uh, of course, uh, you know, all of our buddy Jerome, he was like the mixer, man. He he was uh, he 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 just built a real good uh, family type of atmosphere. We we were really close. That was a really close group, man. I'm telling you. And um, oh no no, get this. I tell guys. people, Gary. I tell people about Jerome. I say. If you want a football version of Charles Barkley, that's that's who Jerome was. He had yeah. that that personality. And Seth goes, I miss him to this day. And I'm sitting there going, and I told my wife, I go, hey, look, man, I got I, ha- I had Seth Joyner on. My wife looked over at me and she goes, that dude brought the wood, didn't he? I go, yes, he did, honey. <laughs> yeah, he <That> did. Guy- <laughs> yes, he did. I mean, and, and you know, I was saying about what an all round linebacker. Yeah. Great coverage guy, great blitzer, great against the run, and he understood the game, see? And uh, that was the great thing that I really take my hat off to Seth is he he took the, the mental part of the game, he really a- advanced. And I, you know, um, when I was talking to him during his rookie year and second year and things, I, mean, I had no idea. This guy is going to turn into a monster, man. And he really, I, I just... Just amazed at the, the level of player he was because he was all round linebacker, outstanding in every area. And absolutely, uh, I, hey, I just hey. feel uh, good about just you know just seeing him play and the career he had, and he really should be in the Hall of Fame with the numbers he put up as a linebacker with sacks, interceptions, everything. Big play guy, smart player, man, smart linebacker. You know, so what he took really some of the things player. I taught him. He took it to a whole other level, man. Great player. Great player. I, I was, uh, made me feel good every time I see him go out on the field, man. Yeah, what a great football player. All right, let, let's get into this moving of the game here by the NFL here. How does the change in routine, Gary, take these players away from concentration on, you know, we all know this. You know, the one thing that I learned about the game of football from you and from Ed Jones, I've told you this before. I watched you and Ed Jones walk into a locker room, and you guys had everything strategically done. 315, I'm here. 326, I'm getting tape. I'm here. This is Tuesday. This is Thursday. You guys got into a routine. How much does that affect a team when you start to take those, those routines away from coaches and players, especially when we're talking about a game tomorrow, which is really a playoff game for the Eagles? That's right. You know, uh, those things are important. You know, you start talking about, the, you know, the familiarity uh, with things. You know, you, you kind of get into a groove where you do things a certain time and there's a confidence in it. And so that is part of uh, a player, especially a veteran player who understands and 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 he sees things. He's, he's thinking through every part of the game as he's doing different things. And so he gets into that pattern. And then a lot of times the misses is in the same pattern. She knows, hey, this is when he does this. And you get into that flow and you come out there. What you want is when you step on that field, you know, you're in that groove. You're ready to go, man. And uh, you you have looked at all of the detail of what this team does and what they like to do. What do they like to do in diff- different situations? And uh, like we were talking about with Seth, you know, I remember sitting down looking at formations. What does this formation say? You know, what do they like doing out of it? And and uh, Buddy taught us uh, some great things where Buddy was, you know, he, <laughs> Buddy was quick. But really, the guy that uh, was our linebacker coach was uh, Wade Phillips. 
and Wade was a great coach. And did you have I, Jeff Fisher on that staff? Jeff also? Fisher, you know, I played with Jeff Fisher at USC. So you so had Jeff Fisher. Jeff. You had Jeff like we Fisher. Used beat, we used to beat Jeff up. <laughs> so you guys, Jeff so wait, was, you Jeff had Jeff was, Fisher. Uh, you had receiver on the scout team. What's that? You had Jeff Fisher and Wade Phillips and Buddy Ryan in yep. that defensive coaching meetings. Yes, yes, we did. Wow. And and, and the and the big thing that Jeff and Wade were doing was this was a young group. You know, like uh, we talked about Seth being a part of it. This was a young group, and these guys, and you know, and I look back and I said, you know, I probably should have coached because I enjoyed it. Like I enjoyed teaching those guys, you know, what they should be looking for, you know, what this what this formation says to you. What do you see when you see this guy cheated up? You know, this guy's cheated up. What is he trying to tell you? He's trying to tell you something because he's trying to he's got to get somewhere. So. It was it was fun um, with with because they were teachers and I saw those I saw them growing up, you know. And I was really old, uh, you know, a veteran, you know. I, I'm I was kind of you know near the end, and I see these guys growing up, and you start seeing the potential. And so I started seeing the potential in guys like Seth and everything. But we had you know those guys teaching. But so with this game. You know, as a veteran player, you know, you get into the groove, the entire team, you know, when you got an old veteran team that's been used to playing together, they know what the guy next to him is going to do when he sees a certain thing and you get used to playing off of each other. And um, that that was some of the uh, that's some of the fun when you get around a veteran group. And, uh, I, I, you know, I had that a great deal when, when I was in Detroit. We had a good defensive. We had a good defensive line with. Uh, Al Baker and Doug English and those guys. And I was one of the linebackers with a guy, you know, Ken Fantetti oh, yeah. was one of the linebackers. Uh, and um, we had, we had a good group, real good defense, but we got used to each other. We knew what, and that's what you get into where you have things where you, you don't even have to look over here to find out, you know, this guy's sitting right over here. You know where everybody's at. Uh, you know, when he's, what he's going to attack, what he's not going to attack. And the Eagles are, are trying to get there, to get into that place where they know each other. But you got some of the veterans. I mean, you, you, you do have guys uh, who are veterans like Fletcher Cox and those guys. They know the ropes, and they're trying to show the other guys. But when you're playing on a Tuesday, it's strange. Yeah, it's player's day off. It's a player's day off. That's right. And. The, the, the guys that it messes up the most, uh, Dan, are the older guys. Yeah. Because the younger guys, they're still learning the ropes. They, you know, they haven't gotten in a groove, but the older guys are in the groove, and they're used to playing on Sunday. That's right. Then now to play on Tuesday. They need more recovery because now yeah. they, they have three games coming up in 13 days. You know what? And, and, and like you said, Gary, I mean, yeah. you're an older veteran guy. Yep. Those three games, and they're divisional games. That's right. You know, you're talking like a lot of strain on yep. players here over the next 13 days. So You're a veteran guy. You're hurting, man. Yeah. No doubt. You, there's no doubt, uh, you know, because when you first come in the league, you feel like you could play every day. But then after a while, that second year, third year, hey, you realize you got limitations. And you want, you need those days. And eventually you get near the end. You need all those days, and, and then you eventually get to the point where you really haven't totally recovered, you, you know? Don't know. And so you got to play. And so the older guys, uh, they're gonna hit, they're gonna hurt some during the stretch, you know. They, they're gonna feel it because 
they're not going to get all that, 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 that time to rest. But I will say this, and, and I emphasize this as I was coaching this team. Fellas, if you're looking for sympathy, it's in the dictionary, okay? Because now this is our job to talk about. Right. The, the NFL did the job on these guys. But those players, I better not hear nothing. I, I don't want to hear anything for the rest until we play this game. I don't want to see any tweets. I don't want to hear anybody say anything. You get ready to play. Because if you don't do the job, there are no excuses. Don't want to hear it. So they got to get in that mentality. Of course, we can talk about the fact that, hey, I thought you said we're going to play the season. You said nothing was going to happen. You're going to play the season. Why are we playing the season? Why are we switching games? Hey, there are other people that have had people out. Why, why are we taking care of Washington? You know, why are we taking care of who is it? Uh, you got Cleveland, Washington, Cleveland. and who else? Uh, Seattle, Minnesota. And, and Seattle. Hey, yeah. look, other people have missed games. Other people have had key players out. Why all of a sudden we're going to change teams for those guys? And, you know, that's the way I feel about it. But as a player, if I'm the coach, if I hear one guy say something about how you feel sorry or this – whatever hey i'll sit you behind down because we got to get ready to play they're not going to be feeling sorry for us get ready to play simple as that so you got two situations of course we talk about it those guys I, if i saw a tweet i find them you tweet i see you tweeting about <laughs> you it's know tuesday they us or whatever nobody no no nobody cares but gary i do want to throw this at you here yeah so Get this, man. So now the NFL's new guidelines. For the, everyone out there, Gary will know what I'm talking about. Back in the day, mm -hmm. we used to call uh, head injuries stingers. Yes. And if you put your hand up, um, they would take you out. But nobody ever put their hand up. So That's now right. with these new COVID rules, they've done this, Gary. Well, if you're showing symptoms, we want you to come to us and tell us that maybe you're not feeling good. There won't be a dude in that. We're going back to 1970s, 80s, right. and 90s mentality again, <laughs> where you're leaving it in the players' hands if you're yep. having – those guys aren't going to put their hands up no, with they're divisional not. They're games not. No. on the line. That's right. They so are not the, the, put my, their... my point is these new, yes. these new COVID rules that they're coming with, you now have walked backwards into the days when, hey, do you have a concussion? No, I don't have a concussion. It was just a stinger. And you got back in the game. So – we're, 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 we walk backwards because they know they don't want to lose any money when it comes to these playoffs. Well, uh, you know, you you hit it on the head. That uh, Definitely that is walking things back. And, and players, uh, in fact, you know, some guys now, I have to get on them and tell them, look, you need to go get that checkup with the doctor and whatever. And the guy's back in the football mode, which is, look, I'm fine. Hey, Cobb, man, Lee, come on, man, I'm fine. I said, no, dude, your wife told me you having whatever this man go get that checked out. Yeah. Go look, man, Cobb. I told you I'm I'm good, man. I'm good. Now players say that because as a player, that's the way you play. You you get to the point where you don't acknowledge that, and that's what they're going to they're going to get because guys are not going to they're not going to go over there and say, well, you know, I got the sniffles and everything. They're thinking, they 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 want to make some more plays, and um, some of these guys have been uh, asymptomatic anyway. But but hey, I, hey, hey Gary, I got to tell you this, man, so people know. I mean. If you saw my friend Billy Ray Smith, and I know you know who he is, 
I mean, Billy Ray Smith, get this. He, he doesn't even know how to get home. I mean, yeah. his wife has to be with him at all times. And if he's in a car right now, mm-hmm. he struggles on finding his way home right now. All right, let me move on to a better topic here. Watch this one. Uh-huh. If this year teaches me anything, here's something else that taught me, Gary. Tom Brady has lost to Tyler Heineke and Tyson Hill now, was shut out at home yesterday. Yeah. If the Eagles get in the postseason, I'm telling you, man, I think Green Bay's maybe the best team, but they struggled against a banged-up Ravens team. Yeah. And that kid Huntley put a show on yesterday. All I'm saying to you, Gary, is this year's the year where if you get into postseason, it kind of reminds me of 17 a little bit. Do you agree? I, I agree. I mean, it is wide open. Uh, and you can see that by every week. You know, what 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 about Arizona yesterday? Beat by the Lions. I mean, down. I'm going, are you kidding me? Beat down. <laughs> but it, it's that kind of a year. It's a, it's a strange year. And so you get in the playoffs, you get a team like the Eagles get in, because you know they can pretty much run the ball on just about oh, anybody. Yeah. And that's the thing. I, I'm interested to see it's if they can run the ball against Washington's five-man front. You know, Washington uses this five-man front. I really would love to see uh, – See if the Eagles are able to run the ball against these guys, but, but, um, you know, with the way that they have been dominant at times, you really would love to see them get in a situation where they get in there. You, you don't know what's going to happen, man. I, just, I know you, a lot of teams would not want to see them. No, them and San Francisco. Yeah, hey, they, I they wouldn't want to see them. You're right, because this this is a this is a strange year. I I want to throw you some stats and watch this. So you tell me what you think of Dak. I'm going to mm-hmm. compare him to Carson Wentz here. Okay. Got a win over the weekend. They played Patriot football against the Patriots, did the Colts. They're now 8-6. and six. By the way, it's a first-round draft choice. But listen to these numbers here. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott's got 3,598 passing yards. Wentz got 3,005. Dak Prescott's got 25 touchdowns to 10 picks. Wentz is 23-6. to six. Dak Prescott has got a 98 quarterback rating. Wentz has a 96 quarterback rating. Wentz has given the ball away 10 times. Dak's given it away 15 times. Now, he's comparable to Dak Prescott. Mm -hmm. Is it so that Dak is not an elite guy? Or is it so that Carson Wentz is actually playing a good year? Where do you fall? Is is Dak elite? Because these numbers dictate he's... That ain't $42 million if you're looking at Carson Wentz. Yeah, well, you know, the, the thing is, in looking at both of them, and I've been checking both of them out all year, you know, uh, Wentz started out slow. Yes. Uh, Dak started out hot. He was he was, he was was just uh, burning hot. Uh, he had a great game against Tampa. Uh, he was throwing the ball. He was on the money. He hasn't been on for, for weeks, and you can see, it's the running game, Gary. Their running game is nowhere. Yeah, the running game. I mean, they're they're really shaky. I mean, their defense was the key to them winning. Yeah, and, and beating um, well, when they played Washington, they, they you know, and 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 also against the uh, the Giants, the defense with the turnovers. But their offense is not in sync, and that includes Dak and the running game. Uh, because earlier in the year, I thought Dallas looked like. One of the best teams, yeah. like the one, two, two or three best teams in the NFL. Yep. They look like it. And 
because uh, they could run the ball on any, on you. They could throw the ball. And they didn't even have everybody healthy, you know. So I, I was saying, like, man, these boys, because Dak was on the money with his throws, the running game. But they lost something, you know. You think uh, he's elite, Gary? Is, is, uh, is Dak elite? Yeah. He was. I mean, he hasn't been playing on that level of late, though. You I mean, know, if you I mean, put that guy, if you that put way. that guy, Gary, if you put that guy on the open market right now, mm-hmm. you think that guy's a forty-two million dollar a year guy? No, nah, I don't think he'll get forty-two. I don't think he would get forty-two million. Still, there are people that would, would 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 be after him though, because he has shown he can play at that elite level. He has shown that. Now, now the whole thing with him is he's fortunate enough to have the defense they have and everything. It's in the playoffs. They'll be there. He's got to get his game back up there because when they get to the playoffs, he's going to need to play at that elite yeah. level if they're going to go on. If they're going to, you know, they're going to go into Green Bay and beat the Packers and, you know, do things like that or 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 go down to Tampa and beat and, and beat the Bucks. He's going to need to be at his best. And we'll see if he's able to get back there. They got the weapons. But I, you know, I don't know about um that running game. You know, they got to get healthy. Uh, you know, Pollard's has got some time off. If he gets healthy, you know, that he's he, he he can do part of the job, and then you see where Zeke. But it's gonna be very interesting. They're gonna try, they're gonna try to let those guys get fresh by the playoffs. So I would Matt, I wouldn't be surprised if they set some of the guys down. Gary, I, I asked this question opening the show, and let me ask you when you're seeing what's happened here. And by the way, I tell people I don't care how the thing looks, this is not a beauty pageant. Carson Wentz now has the Colts eight and six. He's having a a a, a, a Dak Prescott type year. Yeah, it looks is. like they're gonna. Looks like they may make it to the postseason now if they continue to run the ball. I, I think with they Jonathan. got a good shot, boy. They yeah. really looked good the other night, boy. Do you think the Eagles made a mistake by moving off of Wentz? Hmm. Well, you know, looking back now, it, it could it could wind up working out that way. You know, I mean, the, the whole thing is. Jalen, you know, the whole thing is, you know, Jalen hurts and, you know, Jalen hasn't proven to me that he can make the throws all the time. He hasn't proven that yet. You know, Carson can make them. Yep. You know, he, he's, he's a lot of the reason that there's a Super Bowl here, Super Bowl title. So, you know, he did have a bad year. That's a bad year though. I mean, a lot of guys have bad years. So it, it all comes down to, I tell you right now, because he's got a chance. If he were to get into a groove with that running game and the defense they have, they yeah. could go to they could go to the bowl. They could go to the AFC championship game for sure. With that formula that yes. they have right now. Yes, they could go. They can go to the AFC title game with Be- that. With and I'll tell you what, too, Gary. Yeah. To me, the Colts would rather have Wentz than the first pick. And see that first round draft choice, wouldn't it? Well, right, well, right now you know you got a quarterback who can take you there, because he he really took the Eagles there. He didn't really get the credit because he got hurt, but he had them there. You know, he had them there. So that's that's going to be very fascinating. But they they got the pieces in place, and that defense is starting to play. And you know they got players, man. They're fast. That's that's going to be very interesting to see, uh, you know, <laughs> what happens, but. The Colts are one of the teams with the potential because they haven't really played their best football. They're starting to now. 
you know they can beat anybody. They remind me of the 49ers. The 49ers run the ball. They're really quick on defense. Mm-hmm. And what I saw, what the Colts did to the Patriots, yeah, man, they're – Gary, they're fast on the perimeter. You yes, can't they are. break the edges down on them that much, man. Yeah. I mean, Chris Ballard and Frank and all those guys have really done a spectacular job at building that team. Last year, they were number they were inside the top 10 in offense, and they were inside the top 10 in defense. Like you said, they got the formula to make some noise. They could win it. Um, they do have because they, they got talent in all those areas where you've got elite players, but the key guy is going to be Carson. You know, because they got the running game. He's got the receivers. Just got to take care of the ball. He can't get too greedy. So he can't get too greedy. And then he's on his game. But just uh, but, but Carson's got to know that one thing is, hey, can't get careless with the football. Yeah. And and if he does that, I mean, he, he could take him to the dance. Wow, man. I wouldn't be shocked. I, would, I wouldn't go like, oh, I can't believe them. No. The Colts could be anybody. Come on. Who couldn't they Agreed. be? Agreed. I, I think they can they run. Can, look what they did to the Patriots. They can run the ball on anybody. Yeah. And then you got all these receivers with Carson. If if you're trying to stop the run and they're having success on the run, you can't you can't defend the pass and, and shut them down like that. No, no, Carson, just take care of the ball. They could beat anybody. And they got a good defense. And you see, um, they got they got that defense in front with it. They got some boys up that can take it over. So they sure do, man. That's, I, that's the fun when you see a team like that, that that could be really uh, fascinating to see them really make a run for it. Absolutely. Gary, man, awesome conversation. I'll tell Quick Six on Wednesday, man, you said hi, man. I'll tell you what, Seth loves you, man. We all love you, man. You're. I told Seth goes like this. I go, Seth, man, are you kidding me? Gary Cobb in my town? Holy cow. Man, I used to look at that right tech roof. He, I go, man, I got hit a baseball up that high. Holy, I mean, he was a legend in that place, man. So, Gary, thank you so much, brother. We'll catch you next week, man. Good deal. Have a good one. Hey, happy holidays. You bet, man. That's my friend Gary Cobb. So, wait a minute. Did I just hear Gary Cobb say that Carson Wentz can lead the Colts to the Super Bowl? Okay. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What if Carson Wentz leads that team to the Super Bowl? Holy shit. (laughs) Hey, by the way, I know you guys, some of you guys have a massive hatred for this guy. Booza says, no way, Wentz. It's going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Sills Wentz requested to be traded. That doesn't mean shit to me, man. So did Aaron Rodgers. Alexander says Eagle Nation would lose their shit if that guy. I think they would lose their shit if he gets to the AFC title game. Sills Wentz requested to leave. It was it, it, it was Howie's fault. Harlem. Dak can lead the Cowboys to the Hey, man, Dak ain't having that much better of a year than Carson Wentz. He's not. And Carson plays in a tougher division. Dak plays in the, Dak plays in the worst division in football. Holy cow. Can you – hey, guys, Wentz leading his team to the Super Bowl. 
We will definitely talk more about Eagles and Washington. Wow. <laughs> I want to talk about Brady being a bad sport. I actually love it. I want to hit on that too, man. All right, guys, do me a favor. Pound that like button. You guys have been great. That, that was a fast first hour. Holy cow. Gary Cobb says that he could lead the team to the Super Bowl. Holy cow. By the way, Mike Quick is scheduled to join us on Wednesday, so that'll be after the Tuesday game. So, holy cow. Hey, X, I know he did. Who cares? They won the game. Okay, who cares? 57 yards, I don't care if it's two yards. Did you win the game? Did you win the game? And they beat the Patriots. And they beat New England. I'll tell you what, they got a hell of a defense in Indy too, man. I like that. I love that, actually. So wait a minute, guys. Real quick here. Tom Brady got beat by Tyson Hill this year and Tyler Heineke. I still can't register that. Please hit the like button. Hour two coming up. We're going to get right back to you guys, man. You keep it right here on the National Football Show. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. 
It's time to meet the Fritz & Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz & Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Hour two, National Football Show. It's your boy Dan Cilio on his Football Monday. Strange NFL week, right? couple Monday night games, then, of course, Eagles and Redskins on Tuesday. Then we got Thursday football, and then the Eagles have the Gigantes on Sunday. So we welcome you aboard. Do me a favor, guys. Please hit the like button. Thank you again for what you guys did in the first hour. Really awesome, man. And by the way, everyone's like, Silio, you're losing it. Wentz only threw for 57 yards. I don't give a shit what he threw for. I care they ran the Patriots off the field. They put themselves in contention to be a playoff team. Cobb agrees. That team could get to the Super Bowl. What are you talking about? Who gives a shit about 57 yards? We're talking about Super Bowl. You're talking about standing in the weeds. Guys, does it... You guys bitch about method more than you do results. I don't give a shit about a method. Do you get to the game to win the game? The Colts are in the five hole right now. They might win that division still. They may win that division. Guys, I'm going to get to all your thoughts here in a second here. Um, Yeah, I've come to the conclusion, Dak Prescott, if you don't think that Carson Wentz is elite, Dak Prescott ain't. They got the same numbers, dog. They got the same career going. They got the same Pro Bowl numbers right now as the other guy. One guy makes $42 million a year in the face of the Cowboys. Everybody kisses his ass all the time. Well, I don't know. Oh, and, and, and by the way, you see the media, what they did today? You see Tom Brady throw his tablet. <laughs> so... You see Tom Brady bark at Dennis Allen. Oh, and by the way, that Philadelphia Eagle team crushed, crushed that Saints team. You don't think if you guys got into the postseason, you'd be a dangerous football team? Boy, I do. Do you know the only problem that I would have with your football team? Would your coach have the discipline to do what Frank Reich did on Saturday and what Belichick did to the Bills two Mondays ago? Or would they have to do what you guys want? Let's have big passing numbers, whatever the hell that means. I don't care about passing numbers. Frank Wright played Patriot football on Saturday with his Colts team. Belichick ran a guy off the field that's considered one of the most Promising young, talented quarterbacks in the league and Josh Allen. They beat the hell out of that team. And you're talking to me about 
Mac Jones only throwing three passes. I don't care. It was a perfect game plan. Perfect game plan. This is about winning games, guys. You got the formula in Philadelphia to do the same exact thing that the Patriots do and the Colts do now. But guess what? You know what you guys have told me? You guys told me this. Well, ownership and Howie doesn't like that style. Well, then you'll never win again. And it was a fluke. You built your football team around a dominant O-line. A quarterback that shouldn't be throwing the ball more than 25 times a game. You know who else was built like that? Let me ask you guys something here. Do you guys remember the triplets? What do you think that football team was built on? Emmett Smith, situational third down passing by Aikman and Irvin, lights out defense. They weren't going to score 70 points on you. They were just going to beat you up. That Dallas Cowboy team is exactly what I'm talking about. Aikman never had big numbers. Tony Romo's got bigger numbers than what Troy Aikman does. Aikman doesn't really have tremendous numbers. Aikman has three rings, though, and numerous NFC title appearances. Okay? No, Paul. Paul, you know what it was? So you're just realizing Super Bowl was an accident? It wasn't an accident when you beat the Patriots up in the game. Okay? Paul, keeping it together, a lot of teams struggle on that. My question is with Philly is, how do you fall off the map like that fast? You go from that to, like, fumbling around, firing a Super Bowl coach and getting rid of Wentz. How did it disintegrate like that? They just disintegrated right in front of you, and they downgraded at both the coach and quarterback position in the process. Okay? That's why we're sitting here at 6-7 and seven, going into this playoff game tomorrow. Okay? Harlem says, so why do you need Dak always to have big numbers? I don't. People keep telling me Dak Prescott's a elite quarterback. I don't see it. If you don't think Carson Wentz is elite, Dak's not. They got the same numbers going on this year. And Dallas has beat the piss out of a lot of bad football teams this year. Jeremiah, it's not a fluke. Not the way they dismantled the Patriots in that game. A fluke is a fluke pass. A field goal. Um, fumbles and turnovers. They beat the Patriots. They beat the Patriots up that year. That was no fluke. They beat them up. And Foles outplayed, he outplayed Brady. Cowboy says A Rod and Russ would kill in Dallas. Not with that lack of running game. What's hurt the Cowboys right now over the last couple months, I'll say, they can't get a running game going. Pollard's out. Is he out for the year now? Is Tony Pollard, if Tony Pollard is out for the year, the Cowboys will get knocked out in the first round. Harlem says Dak is top 10. That's all that matters. He's no top 10 guy. Dak Prescott, you think's top 10. Let's see. Rodgers. 
Brady. You think, wait a minute, you take Dak over Justin Herbert? Not me. Mahomes? Allen? Would you take Dak over uh, Joe Burrow? I don't think so. Joe Burrow's got a better arm. Healthy Russell Wilson? No way. Would you take Dak over Deshaun Watson? <laughs> no. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We've got 10 guys here. I'm just writing it down on a box. You think Dak's better than Matthew Stafford? I don't. I, absolutely, I don't. Joe Burrow, hey, man, Joe Burrow's got the Bengals in first place in his division, too. Gardner over Dak. <laughs> right. Gardner over Dak. Right on. How about the way Tua Tagovailoa's playing, too, man? I would take Mike Glennon over. Oh, you guys are just bitter, man. I didn't realize that we were hitting a nerve here. Wow. I didn't realize this. Xander should have prepped me for this. Whoa. See, I don't give a shit about players and whether you like them or not. I care about the team. To me, it's all about the team winning. I care about the players and all that. Players get paid. I'm not in love with anybody. I'm in like with everybody on my team. It's the NFL. This ain't college football. You ain't on scholarship anymore. I I'm always in like. Name on the back of the jersey don't mean shit to me. It's about the emblem. Loyal to the soil. Winning games. Upgrading. Better coach. Better quarterback. Better receiver. Better O-line. Better defense. Yeah, but I really love this guy. I don't give a shit. Get him out of here. Loyal to the team. 53 guys in that locker room. Yeah, but what about my face? Shut up. I don't care about that stuff, guy. That's why the Patriots dominate. Bill's in like with everybody in New England. He's not in love with anybody. He's in like. Jimmy Johnson was never in love with anyone. He was in like. This is about winning ball games, about the Eagles upgrading. It's not about getting butt hurt or, and by the way, this has nothing to do with being wrong or right. Moving off of Wentz, it was a question, guys. It wasn't really a proclamation. So don't be offended by it. There are certain times that teams, they move off somebody and it doesn't pan out. And you made a mistake. Sometimes teams make mistakes. Hey, you think if the Atlanta Falcons could have that Favre deal over again, they would? When they traded Brett Favre to Green Bay, you think Atlanta would like to have that over? Or the Texas Rangers trading Sammy Sosa to the Cubs? You don't think they'd like to have that over again? Lizzy says that this stuff with Wentz wanting to leave is absurd. I don't care what the player wants. I don't care. 
Here, here, here's Xander. Wentz has eight wins and Dak has ten. Yeah, Dak plays in the shittiest division in the NFL, the NFC East. Okay? Plays in the NFC East. There's actual teams, okay, in that Colts division. Teams that are good. Teams that could make it to the AFC title game. That Cowboy team will get knocked out in the first round, especially if they have to take on a team like the 49ers. Don't let the 49ers or the – by the way, guys, know this. I can't wait for that Eagle game against the Cowboys at the end of the year. I'm telling you right now, I'll bury the lead. I think the Eagles run the Cowboys off the field. I'm, I'm telling you. They're going to run the ball 50 times, and they're going to run that thing right down their throat. I am so convinced of that. I am pro I am taking Philly, and it is going to be a bloodbath of a game. I can't wait for that final game at the link. I so can't wait. Holy cow, man. I want those guys again. Philadelphia has found themselves. And again, my only problem, guys, here's the only problem I have. The situational play calling of your coach. Because you can't have a brain fart again like you did in New York with the Giants. Don't go back to that crap. Okay? Smile says Philly has a longstanding quarterback controversy of black scramblers versus white pocket passers. Hey, Smile, that must have been something that people talked about in the 60s and 70s and 80s. Winning has no color. Winning has no color. I don't give a shit what he looks like. I don't care if he's gay, Democrat, Republican, from Mars, Pluto. I can't care less about that. Can he move the sticks and can we win ball games with him is all I care about. And I, and I think that that's all that organization cares about. You can't say that stuff any longer about black quarterbacks in the NFL. Four of the five highest paid players in the league are African-American. Make, it makes no sense any longer. Ever heard of Jim Plunkett? Yeah, he won two Super Bowls back in the day with the uh, Raiders. It was a complete flop in New England and in San Francisco. And you pray, hey, I have no problem with Jalen Lizzle. Okay? Didn't he want out of Alabama? He, he wanted out of Alabama because he was never going to get the job back from Tua Tugaviola. He was never going to get that. Brady threw his iPod. I know I saw that thing, his little tablet thing, whatever. Boozer says Eagles defense is a big question mark. Against Washington? I don't know. Hey, by the way, does anyone know if Tyler Heineke's playing? Tyler Heineke, he's a gamer, man. I actually like that guy. Hey, how about that kid Hunley yesterday? Just think Tyler Hunler? Man, Hunley, that kid can play, man. Another University of Miami F up. Kid's a Broward County kid, and he had to go to Utah to play. What was Miami doing? Embarrassing. You let that kid out of South Florida? No wonder you're seven and five. Good, good grief. You're seven and five because you let Lamar Jackson 
you let Teddy Bridgewater and a guy like that out of South Florida, you deserve everything you get when you when you just overlook and not evaluate correctly. Brady's a big-time competitor, JoJo, absolutely. Birdman says, went sign a max deal. Not even close to the same. Hunley was more effective through the air than Lamar. Boy, is he I, – I, you know what's funny? 215, I said the same thing. I was like, man, this guy looks a little bit more accurate than Lamar. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying, Lizzo, I think he could be a starter somewhere. I was – I could have. I'm like. I'm. I'm tweeting it out at Dan Silio show, going like this. Who the fuck is this guy? I never saw. And he, one of my favorite coaches on the planet, um, Kyle Winningham, who's been on our show. And he, I, I mean, man, I I was texting him, going, "This kid." He goes, "Best competitor I've ever coached," and he's coached that Utah team like 20 years. That's quite a statement for Kyle. Brandon says. Jalen Hurts, ability to keep the run game difficult to defend. It is. But, Brandon, but here's the problem. Once they start throwing the ball, though, again, situational play calling with that coach. Don't let the coach screw the game. Lizzie Lamar doesn't suck. Come on, man. You know better than that. JoJo, that's a great question. I think it's on Fox. I think that game's on Fox, if I'm not mistaken, okay? Either that or the NFL Network. Could be another Bobby Hoying. I don't know about that. Okay? Listen, with Howie loving Zach Wilson last year, would you be so shocked if Howie offered that indie pick to get him? <laughs> oh, man. Zach Wilson sucks. I don't see any – I didn't like him. That guy couldn't beat Utah or Coastal Carolina in college. I said the same thing about Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold in college was a turnover machine. You think that was automatically going to get better at the next level? I said Josh Rosen when he came out of college. I went like this. Hey, man, this guy can never stay healthy. He's followed him into the NFL. He's never healthy. He's never healthy. Absolutely, man. How about Mike Tomlin getting it done? How about Mike Tomlin? Mike Tomlin, man, 15 years of coaching. He's never had a losing record. They're 7-6-1 and one and hanging on with their playoff lives. Pittsburgh does not panic. Did Philadelphia panic firing Doug Peterson and getting rid of Carson Wentz? Like Gary Cobb said in the last hour, if Gary... If Gary sees Wentz go to the AFC Championship, watch this. If Wentz goes to the AFC Championship game, what everybody's saying is relevant. Indianapolis would have got the guy that they needed to be the quarterback of the future of their team. If, if, if Carson Wentz leads that Colts team to the conference championship game, let's take a look at that. Can the Colts beat the Chiefs? Absolutely. Colts can't uh, – Chiefs can't run the ball. You keep that guy Mahomes on the sidelines. Same thing Tennessee, do Tennessee does every year to them. Keep him on the sidelines. Who else in the AFC? Let me think. Hmm. 
Well, they beat the Patriots, so give me another team in the AFC. Chargers? Okay. Give me another one. Give me another AFC team. That scares you if you're Indy. Only team that scares me would be KC. Okay, what other team? Name it. Let's see. The Dolphins? <laughs> uh, no. Patriots again? Maybe. Steelers? No. Bengals? Smile. Bengals. Baltimore? Baltimore's out of the playoffs right now. If the playoffs were to start right now, Baltimore's not in. B. Lizzle says Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Okay, so you got three teams. I'll ta- And by the way, I'll tell you what, Lizzle, I'll take that and go like this to you. The Bills are out of gas. I don't know what's happened to Buffalo. They needed that win over the weekend too, boy, did they not? They had to get that win. Okay? Hey, man. Hey, I'll tell you what, Lizzle. They get Henry back. They get Henry back, man. Tennessee would be a frightening team. Boy, that guy Mike Vrabel. I'll tell you something. Mike Vrabel and Mike Tomlin are two great coaches. Look at, look at what Mike Vrabel's done with that Tennessee team. How they still win games how they're still in the mix, all without Derrick Henry. Mike Tomlin fighting for his life. Worst O-line and worst D-line, get this, and I, I think since the 50s with the Steelers. I can't remember Pittsburgh being so bad in the lines like that. Jeremiah says, I don't get it, Sills. You ever see a fan base have such Venom for a guy who was a fundamentally piece in their only Super Bowl, who, by the way, they mistreated. What player you know has a statue while still playing? Jeremiah. That's a great take. You got to remember something, too, Jeremiah, about a city like Philly. They don't want you complaining. Look at look at how Ben Simmons has alienated everybody. Philly don't want to hear people bitching. You're making millions of dollars. You're getting an opportunity to play in front of a great fan base. See, I I, I agree with Kelsey in this. Okay. They're, they're, they're pissed because when you're given an opportunity, and I, I don't, I don't, I don't begrudge them for having this mentality. When a guy like Carson Wentz starts giving an innuendo out there that he's upset because you did this and he's upset and you're not laying it on the line, you're going to get killed in a city like that. You're going to get killed in a city. Philly's not going to tolerate that. No matter how many pieces of your body you leave in cities across the country wearing the green and white. No matter how many games you roll out there on a field and you've got the the eagle emblem on your helmet. It, no one wants to hear you complaining. They just don't want to hear you complaining. And to me, that that was probably the lesson that Doug Peterson probably didn't. 
that maybe he should have had that con. Hey, do me a favor. If you're going to complain, come in my office and complain. Don't do it. And don't let it get out there. Now, a lot of the shit was made up. Okay. I mean, look, look at what you have in Philadelphia. You got people making all kinds of bullshit up all the time. 75% of the stuff right now is not true. Take a look at the news sources and how they cover sports or how they cover the news now. Not everything is true. You got to hear it from the horse's mouth. So, Booza, Philly's a tough place to play, but it's fair. That's right, Quest. I agree. Quest, you're not wrong, brother. Okay? You're not wrong, man. Hertz gave Wentz the excuse to bitch. That's not an excuse. There are no excuses. Okay? Time says the entire media was on Wentz. Hard to balance out. And again, what made it even more difficult and an easy target? Why do you think Carson Wentz became an easy target in Philly? You had that I got to be careful here. You had that toolbox and Alshon Jeffrey sitting there crying in the locker room. I love Nikki. And when Nick wins the Super Bowl, it was easy every time Wentz had a bad game to go put Foles in. You know, the most popular player on an NFL team, everyone knows this, is the backup quarterback. Backup quarterback will always be we, – we, we had a conversation just a couple of weeks ago about um, Gardner Minshew. Hey, hey, um, Xander, could you please put that back up? I missed it. I want to make sure, Jeremiah, I disagree. We heard reports, not Wentz. Okay. You heard it from – Carson Wentz said it himself that he hated being here. Carl says Philly booed Mike Schmidt. That was a weird relationship, dude. That was a really weird relationship. Greatest third baseman ever to play in, the, in baseball, and – Philadelphia booed that guy. I, I never got that. I mean, Mike Schmidt. Jesus, man. I'm trying to think. Schmidt and Brooks. Uh, George Brett. This guy, Nolan Arenado, is a hell of a ball player, too. And I'm glad he got out of uh, Colorado. He's now in St. Louis, where he belongs. But Nolan Arenado, can, he could scoop it. He's a heck of a player. His words? Okay, X, I didn't know that. Two Ten says here in Philly, we are a whole different breed of fan base. Can't understand it. Don't try to Eagle Nation, baby. We boo you just like we boo Santa. <laughs> I got no problem with that. Got no problem with people having expectations and don't cry and bitch and moan. I'm with you, man. Hey, I tell folks this all the time. Dude, millionaires crying about, like, somebody saying something stupid in the media. You see Dak Prescott's getting a little de uh, defensive now. Well, I know I have all the haters out. Dak, you make $42 million a year. Why do you care what anybody in the media says? Some blogger guy? You sound like Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant has to be the wormiest dude of all time. He and his 73,000 burner accounts, this guy's going to be one of the greatest NBA guys of all time. But if anybody says anything about him, this guy starts bitching and moaning and crying. That's why he's not a leader. 
Nobody cares. But I mean, you got to let that stuff roll off the back of your back, man. Right? You just got to let that stuff roll, dog. These numbers are crazy, though. These numbers are crazy. When you look at Dak versus Carson Wentz here. I do want to look at the Washington and the Eagle game. What do the Eagles have to do in this ball game to win that game in that playoff game to get their record to 7-7 seven and seven and get them back truly in a playoff hunt? You get to 500, you're back in it. Please hit the like button, guys. We'll get right back to you here on this football money, a weird football Monday. You keep it right here on the National Football Show. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
Welcome back, National Football Show. Lucio says this, we like and respect Hurts. Why don't Eagle fans? It's funny, I don't, I don't, I don't look at players like that. I don't. I, I'm more about the team getting better. Okay? I, I'm more about what guy fits in my system better. Okay, I'm looking for a profile. This kind of goes into the, the way that New England builds their football team. Think of this for a minute. How many years do we always say this about New England, the way that they find guys, Chris Hogan's and the Amendola's and the uh, Edelman's and guys like that and the Dion branches in the world, and we're all sitting here going like this, you know, where'd they get these guys from? Like I told you guys, Brady's Hall of Fame career, name me a first-rounder that he had in the huddle that was a skilled guy on offense when he won those six Super Bowls with the Patriots. Name me one. One Hall of Famer, one first-round draft choice, one. That he won a championship with. I'll save you the homework. There isn't any. There isn't one. Deion Branch was a heck of a player, and plus he's got one of the things that every player would love to have, a Super Bowl MVP. Okay? Blunt was a free agent. And Blunt's not a Hall of Famer. Gronkowski was a second rounder. There ain't one. Stop looking. Moss, they didn't win a Super Bowl with him. They got all the way to the dance. Broke records, but no Super Bowls. You don't have to have these guys. It's about profile. Belichick did the, you know, the one, th- from what I'm watching here today, guys, you know, the one thing that you guys have a struggle with? you fall in love with these guys. I fall in love with the team. They didn't win a Super Bowl with Moss. Okay? They didn't win a Super Bowl with him. Gronk was a second rounder. That's right. X didn't win one. There isn't one. So when you, which means this, Bill never fell in love with anybody. He was looking for a certain type of guy to play in his roster. He was looking, he spent, get this, you know, Belichick spent over $300 million in player contracts this offseason, and you probably couldn't name any of the guys that he went and signed. They weren't gigantic big-name guys. They were guys that fit a profile. Harlem says Dallas has the talent now. It's about winning. You think Dallas really has a lot of talent right now? Boy, I don't know. I think they're going to struggle in the postseason because they can't run the ball. Yeah, I was talking skilled players, though, Boza. Okay? Skilled players. 
Flex says, Howie Roseman fell in love with profiles. Stevie Wonder could have <laughs> could have been uh, could have seen that Jefferson was going to be a superstar. Holy cow, man! Caleb says Belichick's biggest secret is the O line and defense. Simply puts pressure on both. Absolutely, and the Eagles have that now. The Colts have that. The Patriots have it again. Doesn't that Patriots team remind you of that O one team? And by the way, just because they got beat by the Colts and the Buccaneers got beat by the Saints, I'm not dismissing any one of those teams that have an opportunity, okay, to go on and play for a Super Bowl. Well, but, but let me ask you guys here, okay? Give me the five best teams in the NFL right now. Give me the five best teams. Green Bay. Who And by the way, don't look at 60 minutes of football. Look at the season. That's kind of how I look at when I'm picking my top 25 college football teams when I'm putting a poll together, okay? Would you put Tampa Bay, too? You're going to bet against Brady in the postseason? JoJo, they're, they're injured, and Kyler Murray doesn't seem like he is um, – you know, he's healthy. I got Tampa Bay, too. Would you put Kansas City in there? Let's see what Lizzle says. KC, Arizona, and New England. How about this one? Muhammad. Oh, you put the Rams in there. Smile, the Rams. I might put the Rams in there over, uh, you're right, over, over Arizona. Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, Rams, New England. You guys agree to this? Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, New England, Rams are your best teams in the league. Rams, you run the ball against them, you can beat them. Like, watch this. Can I tell you where I think your football team, the Eagles, would be a nightmare matchup. You might want to throw San Francisco in that conversation. Okay? Chargers? I don't know. Yeah, hey, Empire. I, the Niners, they're, they're, they're rolling, aren't they now? They're, they're rolling. So Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, New England, and the Rams would be in the conversation right now, right, for your best five teams in the league. Here, watch this. I think Philadelphia Philadelphia could beat New England the same way that the Colts beat them, run the ball. The Rams run the ball. They've shown that they've struggled stopping the run. Kansas City can't run the ball. Tampa Bay can run the ball. They had a horrible game against – they just had a horrible game against the uh, Saints. But then again, get this. The Saints have beat Brady – Four of the five times that they've played. That's a nightmare matchup. I posted that on my Twitter page, at Dan Celio Show. That game always is tough. And then there's Green Bay. But Green Bay struggled against a team that was decimated in Baltimore. Harlem, you think your Cowboy team's going anywhere? 
No way. That team ain't going anywhere. Be another year you guys get bounced in the first round. Boozer, the only way that I think the Titans are going to make it is if they get Henry back. Jeremiah says Green Bay, Rams, Kansas City, Tampa Bay. Caleb goes the Philly O-Lions, tons better than the Cowboys. Tons. Tons. Not close. How about this? The Philadelphia running game versus the Cowboy running game? And you want to hear something that's even more of a nightmare? Let's see. Cowboys are playing $23 million for their run game. I got to think that the Eagles are paying what? Half that? And they're 10 times better. The the Cowboy O-line compared to the Eagle O-line is a joke. Eagles are 10 times the team. Titans without Henry doesn't look too good. They're still winning games, though. I think they're 9-5 and five or 9-4. and four. I think they're in there still. Hey, man. Hey, hey Pasquale, thank you for reminding me. Guys, please hit the like button. Thank you guys so much, man. I keep it. I, I keep uh, forgetting that. Xander keeps reminding me as well. I'll run game versus anybody. Absolutely, X. Hey, and by the way, I, I want to make sure, guys, is are you a little bit disappointed that I'm rooting for Carson Wentz to have a great career? Why? Why, why, would, why, why would you be rooting against Wentz? I don't think Carson's ever thrown shade on Philly. Gave him an opportunity, paid him, got him a giant contract. It's part of his identity. What, 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 what got painted so negatively about him? His attitude didn't fit the city? Okay. Sometimes things don't fit, like in relationships. You know, it, it wasn't compatible. Okay. You move on. But for the like of me, but for the life of me, I, I, I don't see how people go like this. Well, Jalen's better. I mean, no, he's not. You know he's not. And Jalen doesn't have more upside than Carson Wentz. Come on, guys. You know better than that. He's going to win games differently. If he does turn into, I'll tell you this, that kid I saw in Baltimore yesterday has more upside than Jalen Hurts, in my opinion. That kid in Baltimore can play. I was stunned. Where was that kid been hiding? But then again, he got John Harbaugh, who's a hell of a coach. That kid can play. And that kid's auditioned yesterday for somebody. Lamar says he did throw shade on Philly. Well, if he did do that, Lamar, that's a lesson he needs to learn never to do again because that's not cool. All you have to do is go out, like Kelsey says, and play your ass off, and everyone's going to love you, man. And they'll still love you, but if you're dogging it, they're going to remind you. Come on, man. Expect better from you. You know what I'm saying? Chris says trade hurts to Houston. I'm assuming that you're talking about putting a package together for Deshaun. All right. Let, let, I'll tell you exactly what the Eagles need to do against that Washington team. I got a little bit more insight here on who's going to be available for the Redskins tomorrow. We'll hit on that. Please hit the like button, guys. Do me a favor. Again, we really appreciate it. Please pounding on that like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. 
This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. I want to make sure we tell everybody happy holidays to you. Thursday and Friday, we will be off for the Christmas holiday. So we need to pack them in here for the next three days here. Please hit the like button. Thank you guys so much. By the way, on Wednesday, Mike Quick will be with us. So he'll give us his spin after the game. That'll be on Wednesday. Real quick before I get to Eagles and Skins. How about the job that Brian Flores is doing to Tuatuck of Viola and the Miami Dolphins? They're now at 7-7. Seven and seven. Is that crazy? Alexander, you too, brother. Everybody too, man. Hope you guys are having a great, great holiday. One of the best times of the year, right? Be with family and friends. How about Brian Flores? 
What a coaching job, huh? What were they like two and seven or something? One and seven? What were they? I've, now they got six in a row. Carlos, appreciate it. Thank you, brother. And now they're sitting at seven and seven and they're back into playoff hunt. It's a crazy job that and two has won a lot of games. I'll tell you this, man. If you're if you're Chris Greer, the general manager of the Dolphins, are you not doing this? This guy may be actually the guy we thought we drafted at number five. Is he Justin Herbert? No. But he's winning more games than Justin Herbert. Guys, if I'm not mistaken, I think Tua has a better win percentage than what Justin Herbert does. This guy's actually winning ball games. Second year, getting better. You're seeing him make decisions. His first half sucked yesterday. And you're like, okay. He wasn't very effective, but he's a young kid, and he they're winning games is all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Carlos, how about the Lions just putting the wood to the Arizona Cardinals, man? I mean, that thing was not close. He put the wood to them, man. I mean it. And I'm rooting for Dan Campbell. You know, the kneecap guy? I chew your kneecaps and I'm going to eat everything in the sights and I'm going to kick you in the nuts and, you know, stab you in the eyeballs. And I hate. I don't know why I'm talking like a pirate, <laughs> right? Carlos, who's playing tonight? I only know Eagles and Skins. Who's playing tonight? <laughs> we'll hit on that game, too. One and done, Dallas. You got it, baby. One and done. I got to get you. I got to eat everybody's kneecaps, and that's how we're going to win ball games. Because I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. You're like, <laughs> I know it was the Jets, Chris. That's what we said too when the Eagles beat them. The Bears. God, that thing stinks. Woof. Ooh, man. Vikings need to lose. Vikings lose. Don Zimmer's out. <laughs> yeah, hey, Carlos goes Raiders and somebody. Oi. I, I don't think Mayfield's going, right? I think he's still in the COVID list. So, By the way, I was listening to Chris Collinsworth, and he was talking on uh, Sunday Night Football. Did you hear what that idiot said? Well, players, you know, would rather have brain injuries and head injuries than knee injuries. <laughs> I was like, between you and Joe Buck, man, between you and Joe Buck, making sure the NFL is guarded and protected from concussions and conversations of concussion talk, it's there for you to see, plain and simple. Players would rather have permanent brain damage than permanent knee damage. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm not sure about that. Yes. Don't A brain injury, that's okay. And that's what these new protocols are. See the NFL, what they did with these new COVID protocols? So the NFL theory, I'll, I'll, I'll cut through all the BS. The NFL is now saying this. Well, if you're vaccinated um, and uh, you are not going to be tested any longer, but if you feel symptoms, we want you to come to us and tell us that you're not feeling well. 
No player in his right mind's going to do that. Well, you know, I'm not feeling well, so let me miss the NFC Championship game. Are you crazy? You really think you're going to get players telling the truth? Went for 100 years, you never got players telling the truth if they had concussions or not? We call them stingers. It's laughable. The NFL is the biggest bunch of bullshit artists we have in American sports today. Hey, players, if you're not feeling well and you think you have some COVID symptoms, go to your trainer and tell them. <laughs> yeah, okay. I could have pneumonia, and I'm not going to do that. Okay? I could have to have a kidney replaced. I'm not going to my trainer. Hey, I'm going to miss the NFC title game. I got all offseason to do that. In theory, the NFL said, well, we, you know, we're going to turn a blind eye now, like they did for 100 years. That's right, Carl. They're clever. But get this. They, they're, they're so stupid in how they do it. Remember at the beginning of the year, the NFL said, there's no wobbling of games. We're not canceling or postponing anything. All of a sudden, then the hey, and then the rules got in the way. What did they do? Just like in Washington D.C., they changed the game. Well, you know, we got to take that stop sign down. Instead of having four stop signs, we'll have one. <laughs> oh, wait a minute! I thought this was a deadly disease. I th hey, I thought this was a deadly disease. NFL just said, well, if you're not feeling well and you got the sniffles, come tell us. We'll give you some antihistamine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dan, how you feeling? Great. We got a fever 105. I'm all right. Be ready to go. A couple days from now, I'll be right. Do you want to be tested? No. <laughs> uh, Nick, who said, dude said that Dak's a top 10 guy? I never said that. No, not me, brother. Nick, that guy's not top 10. I said if people think he's top 10, he's got the same numbers as Carson Wentz this year. Oh, man. Carlos goes, are you doing a post game tomorrow? No, no, we'll have that covered for you here on Jacob Media. We'll have that covered for you from wall to wall. Okay? Our post game show. By the way, it's good to see that YouTube and Disney got together. I don't. So, anyway, look, this game plan, he's paid. That's right, Cole. He's paid like he's a top 10 guy. Excuse me, top one guy. Okay, but he ain't a top 10 quarterback. I'm trying to, hey, if I'm, if I'm going to build my team around people, it's Josh Allen, it's Mahomes, it's Watson, it's them dudes. I'm not building it around a guy like that. What is it? His name is not Dak Prescott. It's Dunk Prescott. That's that's Dak Prescott's new name, Dunk. Hey, man, did you watch Dunk play yesterday against the Giants? Dunk was, um, well, do you have two turnovers, two interceptions? Dunk. Okay? Talk to the shit after the game, Carlos. They better win that game, man. It's not too hard, right? Hey, and in and, and a game plan like this against Washington, 
here's the game plan. I'm going to throw a Jake Paul punch like he did to Woodley's head. And I'm going to do that for 60 minutes. And I'm going to pound you like that and pound you like that and beat your ass up like that. That's what I'm going to do. Jake Paul, man. man. The YouTuber knocking dudes out. Like, dude went to sleep, didn't he? Holy cow. Woo, baby. That thing hit the floor. Right? That thing hit the floor as fast as Dak Prescott's stock has hit the floor. Bang. <laughs> Woo. Oh, man. Jake Paul right hand. Pounding tuna. Funny, man. All right, guys. You guys have been great, man. On a really weird football Monday. Okay? Really weird one, man. Tomorrow, though, is game day. Get your game faces on tomorrow. Eagles got a big one. It's it's a playoff game. It's a divisional game. This is a game that's going to send the loser home. Okay? Please hit that like button. Enjoy the game tonight. Really appreciate it, guys. You guys have been spectacular, man. We'll be all over Eagles and Redskins tomorrow. We'll catch you tomorrow afternoon going four to six, and we'll see you on the flip side. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.